0: Reverend Sutton read to us a scripture from the Gospel of Luke, the scripture that we refer to as the temptation of Jesus. Now, let me ask you this question. What is that little phrase (laughs) that is used when we think about temptation, or, or more accurately, when we think about our own temptation? What is that little phrase? Oh, the devil made me do it. Devil made me do it. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Maybe you've used that phrase. Maybe I've used that phrase. (laughs) The devil made me do it. Hmm. That seems like an excuse for bad behavior to me, frankly. (laughs) But in today's scripture, we have the ultimate, the devil tries to make me do it story. In the story of Jesus. And I want to make with you today and share with you just three observations that I have from this text. Just three today. Number one is this. I want to look at the response of Jesus to temptation. You see, we are right in the beginning, as Pastor Andy said, of Lent And so we are looking towards the wilderness just now. And so it's important for us to prepare for that and what it might look like in our own journey. How did Jesus respond to temptation? Jesus responds to temptation by quoting scripture. Isn't that something? Jesus responds to temptation by quoting what was already stored up in his heart. By those words that he had learned years before. By quoting scripture. That has always reminded me of when I was younger in an elementary school in my tiny little United Methodist church in Butler, Ohio. And um, we had our little Sunday school class and our Sunday school teacher Miss Weekly, I still remember her name. Miss <laughs> Weekly told us that if we memorized enough scripture verses, that she would take us all out to lunch after church one Sunday, which was quite exciting. Butler really didn't have many restaurants, so we knew we were going to head to Mansfield. <laughs> it was exciting, <laughs> and so um, and the kids were all excited because they wanted to go to Pizza Hut. And I was excited because I wanted to go to KFC. <laughs> and guess what? I won. <laughs> I won because I memorized the most scripture verses. Those kids were not happy with me. <laughs> I, um, I liked memorizing scripture when I was little. But what I mean for us today on this it is not necessarily memorizing scripture so we can say it exactly the way, it's, the way it's written over and over again, though I liked that a lot when I was younger. What I really mean is that I want you to read the Scripture and let it sink into your heart, to your mind, to your soul. And so when you're in a, a situation where you're struggling or where you're in that wilderness, you're able to remind yourself of what the Scripture says. You're able to remind yourself of that, and it can bring to you comfort, or peace, or guidance. And, and so there are beautiful, beautiful scriptures for us to be able to, to, to pull on and to learn from. And, and to be able to do that, we need to engage in the scripture. And allow ourselves to learn from those words. For example, there's a, there's a scripture in the Psalms in the Old Testament that says, Lord, you hold my right hand, and so I am unafraid. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Those are the things I want you to remember. Those verses that can bring you so much help and hope as you wander or walk through the wilderness. Observation number two this morning. Is an interesting one, I find. But it, it it reminds us of what Jesus was doing in the wilderness, and it's the number 40. Interesting. The number 40. You see, the number 40 pops up regularly in the scriptures, especially 40 days. In the old testament, when God destroyed the earth with water and caused it to rain, it was 40 days and 40 nights. After Moses killed the Egyptian, he fled to Midian, where he spent 40 years in the desert. Moses was on Mount Sinai for 40 days and 40 nights. Moses interceded on Israel's behalf for 40 days and 40 nights. I could go on and on. But the idea is this from biblical scholars that when we hear that little term, 40 days, 40 days and 40 nights, we are to understand that there is a theme there. It's a time of testing, a time of trial, and in this case, a time of wilderness. Time, 40 days and 40 nights. And so we have these 40 days, of wilderness ahead of us, a time for contemplation, a time for us to focus more on our faith, to settle into that for a bit. And it may be a little bit of a harder journey for us to do that. Maybe we're not as comfortable with that and that's okay. We can walk through that time And observation number three for you this morning is this. The scripture text this morning, the section of scripture ends with this little phrase. And it talks about when the devil had finished every test, he departed from him, and the scripture says this until an opportune time. An opportune time? For whom? An opportune time for the devil? Was that referring to crucifixion? An opportune time for Jesus? An opportune time. This is what I believe for us today. Before us is an opportune time. An opportune time to focus on our faith. And the journey that leads to the cross. And there may be temptation as part of that. There may be a bit of wandering. But friends, we have an opportune time just now before us. Let's take it. Let's take it. Let's allow ourselves to reflect. Let's allow ourselves to grow in our faith. I have found, through the years, at least for myself, that Easter and the celebration of Easter and resurrection is so much more poignant. It's so much more meaningful. It has so much more joy when I have allowed myself to feel sad. (laughs) When I've allowed myself to grieve the journey that Jesus took to the cross. When I've allowed myself 40 days of contemplation. And so I invite you to join me with that. As a matter of fact, there's a little, a little liturgy that I want to share with you this morning. Typically, we've used this on Ash Wednesday, and we did not use it this last Ash Wednesday. We did share in a pretty amazing worship service Wednesday evening. But I wanted to share this with you this morning, and it's called this. An Invitation to the Observance of Lenten Discipline. It's quite a churchy title, isn't it? The Invitation to the Observance of Lenten Discipline. Let me share this with you. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, the early Christians observed with great devotion the days of our Lord's Passion and Resurrection And it became the custom of the church that before the Easter celebration, there should be a 40-day season of spiritual preparation. During this season, converts to the faith were prepared for holy baptism. It was also a time when persons who had committed serious sins and had separated themselves from the community of faith were reconciled by penitence and forgiveness and restored to participation in the life of the church. In this way, the whole congregation was reminded of the mercy and forgiveness proclaimed in the gospel of Jesus Christ and the need we all have to renew our faith. So I invite you, therefore, in the name of the church, to observe a holy Lent by self-examination and repentance, by prayer, fasting, and self-denial and by reading and meditating on God's holy word. Dear friends, I invite you to join me on the Lenten journey. Amen. Amen.